When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now, and now, back to Hale Varsity Radio. Let's try and help you make some money as the NFL playoffs loom this weekend. We say hi to Daddy Burke at Daddy Burke 5 on Twitter, the pride of Chicago and uh, Burke's best bets. We do this segment every Thursday. You can log on and find out more info. Burke'sBeat.com. Danny's done great work, has his own podcast, Burke's Beat Podcast. He's done work with Visa and DraftKings. And uh, we say hi to Danny Burke. Pride of Chicago, how you doing? How's uh, the, the weekend looking? Are you going to be hunkered down in a sports book? You ski in the slope somewhere? Or are you going somewhere warm? <laughs> We're doing good, guys. We're doing very good. I probably will just be at a friend's place hunkering down there. You know, after I'd been in the sports book for so long doing the shows, you kind of get a little bit annoyed when, uh, you know, a majority of the crowd is going against your bet and you're fighting for <laughs> seats and drinks are upcharged. So, you know how it goes. And it's not that I'm, you know, dismissing anybody going there. It's just uh, it's done my fair share. So I like to sit back, relax, and be able to you know, walk to the mini fridge and grab a drink instead of going to the bar. Well, I, I totally get it. Uh, were you staying away from Nebraska Rutgers last night, or did did you uh, err on the side of staking a beer with me and, and say, just give me uh, give me Rutgers and Elijah can have the points? Based on what I saw from Danny's tweets last night, I don't think he took Rutgers. <laughs> well, no, so here's what happened. I didn't bet the game until overtime, but I'll get to that in a sec. So I didn't bet the game, but naturally I turned it on, and I turned it on, I don't know, maybe five or seven minutes in the first half when they had a, what, a 10-point lead, and then they blew it, and then I was getting frustrated. But I said, all right, don't get frustrated. This is what they do. They can't play on the road. It's classic Nebraska. But, of course, I'm watching in the second half, and then they get up to a double-digit lead again, and you're kind of just sitting there going, how are they going to find a way to lose this game? Like, you knew it was – you didn't think it could happen, but you knew it was going to happen. I know all the Husker fans know that feeling. And they proceeded to not score for nine minutes, yet still had a chance to win the game. And there's just – I could spend the whole segment ranting about it. And like Elijah said on my Twitter, you can see it. But once this game went to overtime, it was clear Nebraska had no shot to win. So then I did live bet Rutgers to at least kind of salvage, you know, Nebraska losing, at least try to make some money off of it. Overtime is where underdogs and unders go to dine. It was clear the underdog being Nebraska was going to dine overtime because they were so incompetent. But, Schmitty, really quick, i got to ask you guys before we get to football, because I didn't see if they did, but did anybody ask, Fred Hoiberg, why the hell he was throwing up an alley-oop with three seconds left in that inbound play? I've never seen anything stupider in the game of basketball my entire life. Did anybody ask him why he did that? And it wasn't Fred saying, hey, this is the play. No, it it was a situation where Kise didn't wait long enough to clear from a rink screen, and Jamarcus said, well, hell, I'm just going to throw it at the rim. That's what happened. Uh, whatever it was, it just looked so bad all throughout. And they didn't even get Tomodog involved in the possession before. And, again, I don't know if that's coaching or him just camping out in the corner. But 
something needed to change down the stretch. I realized they were banged up, but it was incredibly frustrating with the lack of in-game adjustments that we saw from Hoiberg and company. I but, think, I hey, think that's what beating Purdue does to us, right? We get our expectations higher and then uh, inevitably fall short at speed. I, I think the adjustments were there. I think the edu- execution was shoddy at best. Um, I mean, yeah. I know it, it buck stops with Fred, but guy's got to do what he tells him. NFL. Texans, Ravens, you have uh, more blowouts than I remember in the postseason, but you have really high-level, young quarterback play. Does uh, Stroud keep it up? Does Baltimore cover? How you feeling here about Saturday's first ball game here, Texans, Ravens? Initially, I like looking toward the underdog in this spot with Houston catching nine and a half. It just seemed like that was too many points. But I stayed away and I wanted to see how this line progressed, if at all. And really, guys, it hasn't. You've seen it be pretty steady at nine and a half, maybe a couple nines out there. But the consensus is nine in the hook. And the reason that I liked it is because, well, you know what C.J. Stroud can provide in the passing game, the magic he can create and a potential for a backdoor cover because of how many points there are. And maybe the Ravens are on a rest versus rough type of thing, and they're a little bit slow to get up off the couch. But then when you look at this weather report and you realize it's a dome team going to Baltimore and there's going to be like 20-mile-per-hour wind, that's going to affect the Texans way more than the Ravens. The Ravens can thrive with running the ball. The Texans are really poor offensively when it comes to the ground attack. And, of course, what they rely on is C.J. Stroud to throw it. So now you put him into the second round of the playoffs, a rookie quarterback in bad weather conditions. The Ravens have the big advantage in this spot. I still wouldn't love the idea of laying nine and a half. Of course, you could opt into the teaser leg. I haven't done that with the Ravens per se, but the more I look at this game, the more I see the weather, the more I do think the Ravens probably are going to end up controlling this game. And the only way the Houston Texans cover is by some kind of you know, floozy backdoor cover. But uh, it's been a fun year for the Texans and Stroud, but I do think they end up short on this upcoming Saturday. Then another big line on Saturday night with Green Bay heading out to the Bay, San Francisco taking on the 49ers. That line's also set at 9.5. What do you got there? Yeah, I ended up doing a teaser in this one, and it's an unconventional teaser of how I did it, but you have a finite amount of games, so you kind of got to pick and choose a little bit. And what I did was a seven-point teaser, getting the 49ers down from nine-and-a-half to two-and-a-half, and and then also paired it with the Lions from six-and-a-half to plus-a-half. Now, I get it. You don't want to tease through a zero, but again, it's an unconventional teaser here. And starting with the 49ers, look, I mean, they've been the best offense all year and arguably still the best team in the NFL. Green Bay, despite what they did against Dallas, Dallas is just this inept team in the postseason. Green Bay is still one of the worst defensive teams, 23rd in defensive EPA per play, 30th in success rate. The 49ers are absolutely going to expose that, leave a little bit of the pressure of laying 9.5, get them down to 2.5, and, and that's why I like them for that leg of the teaser. And then for the lines over the Bucks, look, I took the Rams last week. I think the Rams are better than the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers had a very favorable matchup against a banged-up Philly team without A.J. Brown. Hurts was injured. The Eagles' defense was atrocious. So it wasn't too shocking to see Tampa Bay win that game. And they put up a lot of points, right? But remember, no team is as good or as bad as they were the week before. And Baker was banged up going into that game. He took some tough hits. I know he'll play. It'll probably be fine. But I don't think they're going to do enough to keep up with the Lions. Again, don't love Link 6.5 because I don't like the Lions' defense all that much. So that's why the Lions were my other leg of that teaser that I utilized. Danny, about a minute. What do you think here? Chiefs, Bills can get KC in three. 
Yeah, I, well, so, yeah, you, you could get KC in three, but what I did is Buffalo in two in the hook. I love the Bills in this spot. The Bills have been my pick to come out of the AFC for the past couple of weeks, and what it comes down to is KC doesn't have enough offensive weapons. They're 16th in EPA per play since week 10, 22nd in success rate. Buffalo is 8th in each respective category. In the game we saw originally, yeah, Kansas City could have won, but that offsides occurred. Well, Buffalo also could have been up 17 nothing, but Allen had an egregious pick. He's toned down the volatility of his interceptions. Their offense has become a lot better. They have Diggs, Kincaid, Knox, Cook to go deep. And if they're not open, that opens up the lane for Allen. Mahomes doesn't have that, right? Kelsey's aging. Rasheed Rice is good, but he's a rookie. Tony and MBS are liabilities. Their offense is not going to be able to do enough. They both have good defenses. Casey's a little better, but the difference here is the home field advantage and Buffalo having a way better offense. So I laid two in the hook with the Bills in this game, guys. Danny Burke with us, Burke's best bets. And, uh, Danny, uh, we will check in with you next week again. Burke's Beat. Dot com where you can log on and find out more from Danny. Pride of Chicago, you take care. Thanks for a few minutes. You got it. You as well, guys. Enjoy the game. Talk to you next week. We'll wind down to Thursday. It's Hale Varsity. We're powered by Cornhead Logger.